Hello, hello, awesome authors, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Sharon Parker. Hello. Hello, Allison, and thank you for having me on your Authors Chat Show. I am excited. You are so welcome. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell them um, a little bit about you. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, first of all, I, I just want to you know, thank your audience for just giving an open ear to hear about me and hear about my story. But, Allison, I am a mom and a grandmom first before I go into any titles and, and positions and all of that. And, and my passion has always been to look out for family and um, friends. But um, as to get to the titles, I, I serve several hats in the community. I am a community servant leader. I call myself a leading within strategist. And being a leading within strategist, I try to help the next generations and professionals um, connect the dots from a professional standpoint on coming together to birth um, programs and activities and, and workshops. So my passion um, is history. And for those who know, um, about a, a little town called Prince Frederick, Maryland, in Calvert County, Maryland, not far from Washington, D.C., maybe 45 minutes. I was born in Calvert County. And I was in, in Calvert County, was established God, back in 1647. So you can imagine the rich history down in Calvert County. But I am the president of an organization called Remembering Our Ancestors. Synergistic Association, and the acronym is R-O-A-S-A, which sounds like Rosa, Rosa Parks, okay, however you want to, you know, call it Rosa or, you know, Reza, it's the same thing for us. I have been in this organization for 12 years, and I have been really, really inspiring our next generation to connect to prominent people in the community. I also serve, I'm also the president for a National, um, not the national organization, but an association of a national organization, which is called the American Mothers Inc. And what we do is recognize mothers in Maryland. We make them mother of the year, and we just share their story on how they're going about life and achieving um, success in their family, in their, in their workplace, and in their community. I'm also a 33-plus, can you believe it, 33-plus <laughs> public servant employee, federal employee for the Department wow. of Housing and Urban Development. Been there for 33 years and counting. I'm not going anywhere until they kick me, <laughs> kick me out. Um, I am a former um, commissioner for the Maryland Commission on African American History and Culture. And if you haven't gotten the sense of who I am yet, I love history. I love my culture, I love sharing it with the next generation, and that's a quick introduction, Allison, of, of who I am. Wow. What? You know what? I didn't know how much you actually do. You wear a lot of hats. Um, <laughs> but you are also an author, so tell us the title of your book and what your book is about. All right. So, God, thank you, Allison. Um, guys, my book is called... Now, keep, keep, keep this in line with history now. It's called True Synergy Works. 
And everybody knows synergy is connecting, connecting those guys, building relationships. But it's true synergy um, works leading within the seven defining principles of knowing yourself to birth greatness. Wow. That's the name of the book. What are some of the um, things in your book that um, you can share with the listening audience? Okay, so let me just start by saying that my book is a memoir, and it's about my life as a civil rights baby born in, like I said, the rural Coward County back in, and I, I, I don't mind giving my age because I, I feel good about myself, but I was born in 1963. And um, at those times, God knows, and you all know what was going on in America during those times in the 60s. Um, I hate to say some of the same things that are happening in our time today. So I talk about five decades of my life as who I am today, but I backtrack. And I backtrack four decades and try to remember all of those powerful things, all those powerful messages that God was trying to get me to be aware of. And for those who get the book, you'll notice two words in my book. It's called Auspicious Occurrences. And our specific Karen says is when God is giving you a message, but either you're not focusing, you're distracted, you've got your own mindset, you think you are cute because you're young and pretty and you're doing what you want to do, but you're not listening to the messages and you're not documenting them and writing them down, you just keep on with your flow. Well, I thank God for allowing me to be a conscious person to, even though I did all those things, I was in, you know, in the world doing my thing, having a great time, but I was also documenting what I call those auspicious messages. And whenever God would speak to me, I would either document it, write write it down, and then I would also, you know, just try to remember those auspicious occurrences and implement them in my life. So let me tell you about one special thing. I was five years old playing on the church ground in Calvary County, my hometown, and I asked God at five years old, why is it that people of color are not liked by others? And when I, you know, you know, when you're a child, you're only young and you're expecting God to respond, but you think he didn't, so you go back to playing. Well, he answered my question four decades later. He was probably trying to get my attention way before then, but I didn't get it until four decades later. And that was, you know what, Sharon, people of color are great. And they are doing wonderful things, and they have been doing wonderful things way before you were born, and they will do wonderful things after you're gone. So it's up to you to find your voice so that you can inspire the next generation to get into that, 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 that inner gift, those, those quiet moments where God is sharing message with you so he can birth their gift, birth their passion, be it a business, a skill, a talent, whatever it is, and then you, you use that for the world. So my book is about my journey um, for those decades and then me just capturing my story and then being able to articulate it to add value to what I'm doing today. Wow, that is so awesome, so awesome. So who are your target audience? Well, I tell you, my target audience is every person out there that that was once five years old. Um, As you all know, when you connect with me on social media, um, I'm always um, honing the phrase, the power of five. The power of 
five speaks to God answering my question when I well me asking God a question when I was five years old, and then He's answering that question, and I'm open to listen to all of the messages that He has to give me. So it's 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 mainly about you know the five year old little girl within every woman, the five year old girl today, even the five year old within within men and every man out there. You have dreams, you have aspirations too, but you know sometimes we go on our own path. So the target audience is for everyone who was once five years old. When it comes to my business, when it comes to Rosa and the Leading Within platform and all the programs we have created, the Rosa Youth Empowerment Program, the, the um, swag, you know, that deals with science and technology. Um, the swag means, of course, speaking, writing, artists, and gurus. We teach young people to follow in the footsteps of prominent people. And to make a long story short, Every platform from a business standpoint, my target audience is for the profession to follow in our ancestors' footsteps, for the next generation to follow in our footsteps, and for that next generation to build a legacy for others to follow in their footsteps. And it's open not just to African Americans, it's open to all cultures. Yes, because there's a um a wealth of knowledge in your book that's um like you said, it's it's for anyone anyone that wants to learn history, you know, yes. and you want to learn the truth. You know, exactly. um how long did it actually take you to write your book? Um, this is a this is a funny um it was a funny question when you asked me and I'm like, God, oh, you know, let me let me articulate this right because we're always writing our story in real time. Yes. We just don't document it on paper. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've always made it a point to make notes about what those special occurrences were that was, was happening in my life and what I, again, those are special occurrences. So I have been writing notes for years, Alice, and I'm talking about over 10 years. And um, I even started my organization 12 years ago. So I I mentioned to you earlier that I'm I'm more of an introverted person than an extroverted person. So I have to make sure that things line up chronologically when I'm telling this story, making sure that I'm getting involved and getting facts about information before I tell the story. So I literally wrote 10, 12 chapters of my book, I would say about 10 years ago. And I wasn't confident in, 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 in how I was going to deliver that message to the community. And I'm like, no, I am not going to mess this up because I know, God, you have me aligned with my purpose. I know you have me aligned with my history. So what I am going to do is write these tra- chapters up, and I'm going to tell your, 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 um, your, your network, I sent it off to a ghostwriter. I sent my book off to a ghostwriter, and I said, look, I want you to work hand-in-hand hand with me so, one, you can know who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I want you to know that everything that I do aligns with Rosa, aligns with Leading Within, and when you write this book, that is the message that we are going to articulate to the community on all of our platforms, on our annual conferences, which we've done seven over the last um, seven years, back-to-back-to-back, we got a new conference coming up um, in 2020, which is going to be December, and also we're hosting the first conference for Black History Month in 2021. Um, so, you know, just to make a long story short, Allison, it took years 
for God to work on me, to make sure that I was aligned with my message and that I could clearly articulate it in my book so people can follow my journey. And when they get to connect with me and meet with me, they will say, I get it. I get why she's doing it. It is not about her. It may be her memoir, but it's not about her. It's about her connecting the professionals and our ancestors to the next generation to help them in their path. And this is how she's using her her leadership skills, her project management skills to help people get to that next step. Yes, yes. Now, do you believe that it is your faith that has um, kept you, you know, writing and documenting and wanting to be able to be a voice for the next generation? I, I tell you, when, when I said I was five years old when I asked that question on the church ground um, to God, I knew that it is my faith because I have to have faith in God in order to hear his messages. I have to have faith in, in who he has always told us who we were whose we were, and how we are walking in his greatness. It's up to us to get out of our heads, get out of what society is telling us, and, and listen to him and listen to all the gifts that he has instilled in, him, in, in us because I truly feel that people spend so much time questioning themselves. Where if you question yourself, then how can you do that if God created you? Wow. So, yes, I do believe in faith. Yes, yes. Ultimately, what do you want readers to gain? Three things that you want them to gain from reading your book. Well, the first thing I want them to gain is to understand the word synergy. Look at the title of the book. The book is called True Synergy Works. True Connections Work. It takes time to go out there and, and, and trust people, to, to bring people on your platform, to look for like-minded people, to look for people who know your, your mission, your cause, and those people who are like-minded like you, connect with them, but connect with them for the purpose of the community. Connect with them for the purpose of your family and making sure that you all can work together collectively. That's the first thing I want them to get from my book. The second thing I would like for them to get from my book is the word leading within. Or I put, you know, a lot of people say leading from within. How has God worked with you to lead? Not for your selfish reasons, selfish purpose, selfish gain. How does he want you to lead from within? in to birth greatness of yourself and then to birth greatness that will benefit other people. The next thing I want people to know is that your legacy matters. Your family has a history. Your grandfamily has a history. It is your obligation to go back and claim any properties that your family may have had. It is your obligation to not get caught up into a systematic system that will allow you to continue to invest in them but not invest in your family. And most importantly, make sure you 
educate your children, your even your mother, if they if she needs to be educated, or father, or you know grandparents. Educate them about their history. Educate your uncles, your aunts, your friends about who you are so they can be inspired to follow in your footsteps. Um, so those would be my three reasons what I want people to get out of the book. And that sounds great. Sounds great. So I'm really hoping that the listening audience are tuning in. Finish this sentence. My writing offers the following legacy to future leaders. For future leaders to tap into your creative skills, your professional skills, your business skills, your social skills, your communication skills, your project management, leading within skills. My writing shows you that I systematically took step by step in thinking about what I wanted in my book. And I use all of those skills to be able to to articulate how from the from from the from the heart I'm loving on my community unconditionally. I like that, Sharon. I really do. Listen, um, do you have anyone in your life that was um influential in you deciding to write your book? Absolutely. Let me let me share with you that I used to be the shyest person in the world. It took so long for me to want to get out there and speak, even as a little girl. But I had a dream, and I don't know where it came from, and God was like, you have to tell your family's legacy. You cannot let your family history be taken away from you. So who inspired me was my mother. My mother pained of losing some property in Coward County um, way before I was born um, inspired me to tell my memoir on how that impacted me. And before she died in 2010, she said to me that I know Sharon is going to reclaim what's ours. I did not know what that meant at the time, but it stuck with me. So I would say my mother inspired me to write my book, and then I have to say other people that I've worked with in the community. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old soul, so I, I look at our elders for advice. I get so much support from our elders. There was a lady named Virginia E. Hayes-Williams. She um, was the um, mother of the former, former mayor, former, 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 mayor of Washington, D.C., named Anthony Williams. And she took me by the hand, and she opened up the community to, um, community to me. She connected me with some great people. She wrote her book called Living Under God's Umbrella. Listen, Living Under God's Umbrella. I have that book. I learned so much from history in her book, and she just totally inspired me to do it. And, of course, there's a lot of authors out there that's doing some wonderful things. I have to give a shout-out to Sir Charles Perry. He's been out there helping others to write books, and he's been pushing me every step of the way, write your book, write your book, write your book. But now I, I, I'm glad in 2017 that book is now it's on Amazon. It's one of the best sellers out there, and we are really, really not just talking the words in the book, we're walking the words in the book. Erin, that is so inspiring. I'm so glad you you shared um, that. 
Do you find any relief in sharing your story? Oh, it's I tell you, it's it's the most as a as a as a as an introvert, it's the most healing therapy one can get. But it's also twofold too, because it's like if 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 it's for a purpose. And when I think about all the young people that I work with at the National Congress of Black Women, at the Year Up program, at the um, Mama Safe Haven headquarters, um, at in schools, Calvary High School, my alma mater, where I graduated from, Francis L. Cardoza Educational Campus, where we do, again, our workshops. Um, I use this book on every last platform that I'm on. And I also always make sure to give it to our youth. And I said, the reason why I want you to read this book, because it has a litany of African-American quotes in the book from leaders that are no longer with us, who we call ancestors, who have left a message for us. And again, it corresponds with my journey. But Read these quotes because 1960, we're facing those same issues today. And you, and our youth and our adults and even our elders need to be re-inspired of the people in the past who walked in challenges, walked in struggles, and, and, and faced obstacles, but they still thrived and they came out great. So that, you know, is the reason why I really think that the healing, the being able to share the book, consistently on the same platform. Allison, you know, just follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. You'll you see that everything I do aligns with leading within for the next generation and professionals who want to walk in this path and give back to the next generation. Now, Sharon, what advice would you give inspiring authors or writers that would help them to finish their project? Because some people have started, but they put it to the side, and they, you know, don't have that inspiration anymore. Well, I would say that, first of all, everyone needs a tutor in some fashion, in some way. Everyone needs to speak with someone or take a workshop or take a course where it deals with becoming either an author, deal with coming, um, writing, um, even project management. Allison, I can't stress enough that project management settled my mind. It, it, it gave me a structure on how to approach any project, and writing a book is a project. And, and keep in mind, I talk about the, the power of five. There's five stages in a project. You have to initiate your project. You have to plan your project. You have to execute your project. You have to manage your project, and you have to close your project. Those are five phases of project management, and those are the same five phases that you have to have with a book. But also project management teaches you to have a team. You need a team to help you get your thoughts together, to give you some insights on how to structure your book. So one Get a coach, get a mentor, get, a, get, get an author's expert like Allison Daniels and, 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 and work with her. And also, you know, reach out to people who know project management, such as myself and others, and we can share with you how to make things um, happen. Also, one last thing, always refer to other people's books. Look at the book. Look at the structure of the book, and then just try to implement that. So that's what I can share for right now. And, you know, I love um, how you put everything together because sometimes people think that they can do all of this alone. No, you need to have a team in place 
that can um, actually help help you implement it. Now, you mentioned um, something that I wanted to make sure that you share is that you have a conference coming up. So tell us about your conference. Oh, yes. Um, I mentioned that um, this is my eighth annual, what I call a Leading Within Conference. It started out back in 2013, and it was called the Unconditional Love, and it was a retreat at that time. So I opened up the platforms for some powerful women. I'm talking about, again, remember I mentioned Virginia E. Hayes-Williams, um, mm-hmm. uh, Bar- Dr. Barbara Reynolds, who wrote Coretta Scott King's book, um, Dr. Issa Allen, who's the national president of the National Congress of Black Women, um, Gail Crowder, uh, Lisa Deb Washington, Antoine Lowe. I mean, we had so many professional women. Um, Beth Sears, who's a leading within strategist in Boston. It was national, my first conference. And I, and I paid for this out of pocket. And for the last seven years, that was my gift back to the community. And I'm still paying because it's, it's important to me. It's still in alignment with my leading within. So on December 14th, I'm happy to share that we're going to be doing a pre-conference. It's going to be virtual, so I'll give everyone the link where you can register. And the, the actual conference theme is the power of your story. Can you believe that? The power of your story. It's in alignment with writing, but it's also about reclaiming or claiming and reclaiming your legacy. So this year, we're opening up the platform for the next generation of professionals who are struggling out in the community um, financially, socially, can't connect with us, can't see us, but they are still thriving in their profession. So uh, it's for the next generation, so I definitely would love for you all to support them. On December 18th, I'm having a private Authors Expo. It's going to only be for 10 people. It's going to be in a private location because we're conforming to the social distancing rules and because of COVID-19, but it's going to be in a private location. And if you all, again, know me and have followed me, when I put on a conference, I spare no expense. I like for things to be very, very successful. And Allison, you've come to one of my conferences, so you know how I like to do things. Also, again, even though we're not able to have a, the conference in real time in 2020, um, we're having the eighth annual official conference in February 2021 for Black History Month. So I'm asking, it's open for women, it's open for men. If you have a story to share about how you are overcoming challenges, how you are trying to reclaim your history, but also how you're educating the next generation, those opportunities are open for you, and I'll send Allison the link so that you all can register. Yes, yes. Please make sure you um, send the link. And... um, One last question I wanted to ask you is that you mentioned um, about your book and the different ones that are in the book. Is there a way that um, you could maybe elaborate on one story in the book that, you know, stood out to you more than others, even though the the whole book is awesome, but is there one story that um, stood out to you? Absolutely. Um, on page 129 of my book, and again, you can get the book through Amazon, it's um, chapter 17, and it talks about me coming home and moving forward. That chapter talks about it's no way 
that I would have been able to go out in the community and teach individuals about African-American history and culture if I did not know my own family's history. My family are one of the families in Calvert County who had the 40 acres and a mule. And guess what? My family kept it. Um, it was aired property, so my great-grandparents had four children. And three of those children received their acres out of the property, except for my grandmother. Her name is Hattie Parker. I had to be the one to come back home, learn my family's history. And I'm talking about when I say learn it, really learn it, because there were other family members trying to take her interest, and they actually sued us in 2014, but not knowing that because of my love for history, I would be the PR on that particular lawsuit, and we were able to um, prevail in the lawsuit. So my that chapter talks about this. The, it's, an, it's important. It's, it's a necessity that you know who you are. You know how the legal system works. You know how the court system works. You know how to. If you don't have a will, have a will. If you don't have any state open in your in your ancestor's name, have any state. But that chapter talks about how I did it. And I wouldn't have been able to do it if if I did not believe God was challenging me every step of the way. He was putting my foot in step in front of me. He was giving me papers that I never asked for that I had to go and research. And when I researched it, when I when I researched those papers, I got some details out of it and we were able to prevail. So again, look for those auspicious occurrences in the book and you'll see all of the moments that God had talked to me, and he had talked to me from what I call that power of five message, and I was able to use what he was saying because I worked. I, didn't, I mean, project manager, as you all know, we have to work. We don't talk. We work. So when something is put in your hand, you cannot procrastinate. You cannot ask anyone else to do it. You have to get the job done. And that chapter is a true essence of how God allowed me to come back home to Calvary County and to learn my history and to write about my history and now to share it with my family, to share it with the community, and to share it with the world. Aaron, that is so, so awesome. I knew you would um, really, really capture our audience with your um, story, and I'm sitting here like I've read half of the book, but I haven't gone all the way through it. But I have three copies, so I'm excited um, to support you. And um, definitely send the information about your upcoming project because I know it's going to be awesome. I participated in one. Um, Are you in the process of writing another book, or are you just going to focus right now on your conference? I'm going to focus on my conference right now, but after after the 2021 conference, keep in mind I said that my book was about the five um, five decades of my life, and those, even though I'm talking about it in 2020, um, 2020 actually, it, it, from, from 2017, when I first wrote my book, I'm going to be writing a story about what my journey has been from 2017 and what my journey is going to be going forward. So I'm going to be writing my book about the next series of The Leading Within in 2021. I'm going to be also doing an um, instructional workbook for Leading Within, and that's going to be in 2021 as well. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, look, it's so amazing that I said that because I'm like, 
She's do another book. We're do another book from Sharon Parker. So I'm, so, I'm so glad I asked you that. Thank you, and Allison. I can't wait. And, and I um, definitely want to work with you and, and, and be a part of your workshop that you do because keep in mind I said I had a ghostwriter, so now writing my next book, it's going to be all me, and then the instrumental, you know, instructional book is going to be you know, something that I wanted to use my project management skills for and write that as well to help people just stay aligned with their projects and purpose. Yes, yes. So, I, look, and I'm glad that I started my publishing company because I'm like, well, you know, I can help a lot of people now because I've already done it. So I am looking forward to um, your book coming out and your conference coming up. And, you know, so many other hats that you wear. Um, what I'll do is I'll have you back on here just before your conference, and then that will be good for you to, um, you know, push it out one more time so that people will understand, you know, this is, you know, a conference that they need to attend. I really, really appreciate that, Allison. I thank you so very much. And, and, and be, I know you, you want to probably get my social media handle, but before I, we go, I like to yeah. share those seven principles in my book so that, you know, the individuals who were, get the book, they understand that everything is aligned, if you're okay with that. Yes. No, yes, go okay. ahead. I, that was my next question, so go on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So everyone, the first principle is know who's leading you. Know who's leading you. The second principle is be leadable. Be able to be led by someone that's going to help you. The third principle is to know where you come from, to know your family, to know your legacy. The first, fourth principle is to position yourself for greatness. Do not miss out on any opportunities because you never know who knows who and who can connect you with resources to help you in your initiative. The fifth principle is study your path to change the future. And I want to add to that, never, ever forget it, okay? Um, mm -hmm. The sixth principle is to um, assure success for the next generation. It is your responsibility to make it a little easier for your children, your grandchildren, so to assure success for them. And the seventh principle is understand and map a path of success to yield a personal, professional, spiritual, educational, and economic co-success in all your endeavors. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that was my question. That was one of my questions. I was going to say she has seven things. I want her to mention those. As we get ready. <laughs> so we're on the same page. As we get ready to close out, provide um, the audience, the listening audience with um, your social media or where they can find you and where they can purchase the book. Absolutely. So you can go to Amazon, um, and then you can just put in true synergy work. It will automatically come up. Um, you can also um, go to my website at www.leadingwithin.org. You can go to my, organ my history organization website, which is www.roasalivees.org, that roseslives.org. 
You can find me on Facebook. I do a lot of my promos, a lot of my connections, my, a lot of my building collaborations with people on Facebook. Just look for Sharon Parker. Look for a picture, my profile picture that's black and white. And I'm going to say to you all, once you see that black and white profile, this is our way to connect because I'm teaching our next generation and our professionals to use this profile so that we can connect quickly. And I believe, Allison, you have one. So, you know, Feel free to share out there on social media so people can, can associate you to your story and how we're building collaboration. So Sharon Parker on Facebook with the black and white um, um, profile, and I'm smiling. And then you can go on my Instagram. You can look for Sharon-Leading-Within. Everything is aligned to my book. And then on Twitter, um, Sharon slash E slash Parker, number one. It's only number, only only one Sharon E. Parker, and I thank God for that being me. <laughs> so those are the ways to connect with me. That is such a blessing. Thank you so much for all of the um, information, the awesome information that you have given. And um, is there anything that you would like to leave for the listening audience, words of encouragement, or, you know, anything that you would just like to say as we get ready to close out? Absolutely. Um, I just want to say words of encouragement. Guys, I understand we're under a pandemic. I understand that so many people are wearing masks, and you can't tell what they're thinking, how they feel, because, you know, your parents or your grandparents may have always told you that the first expression, you know, the first impression is, is how people perceive you, and a lot of times that goes with your smile. But just know that there are several people there God knows how many people out there working on your behalf and working to give to you. So look at their eyes. Look at their eyes and see the love, see the joy, see how they want to connect with you, but they can't. I, I want to also share that just don't believe in everything you hear on television. There's more people out there who respect you, who like you, who respect your culture, and it's up to you to be true to who you are and be true to who God wants you to be. And it's up to you to remember how your, your mom, your grandparents, your great-grandparents wanted you to be as a person. So do everything in your power just to shine. Let all the negative go, deal with the positive, and just shine in God's greatness. Thank you so much. On behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us. Wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.